everybody being patient. We've got lots of ads. That's good. Look, we didn't have much going on last year, so we got to make up. So everybody be patient. Okay, why did the golfer wear two pairs of pants? You want me to answer? Dr. Jeff? Okay. Uh, 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 in case he got teed off? I don't know. Teed off. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And what do you think, Hope? Just in case he got a hole in one. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Oh, got a yeah. hole in I'm one. I'm surprised Dr. Justin get that, that one. one. There you go. So your oh, mind's no, getting... My brain froze. There well, you, you got go. the shark one. Yeah, there you go. That was good. The only oh. one. There you go. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We did, you know, it's not fair for... It's, so you spread it around. Everybody gets True. a chance to get one. So that's good. Okay, well, we got some people have been holding on a lot. So let's yes. get to the next one. All right. We're taking Judy's call about probiotics. Okay. Hey, Judy, how you doing? Hi. Thank you so Thank much you for hanging call. on. Yeah. Um, I have been giving my dogs uh, probiotics, and I'm not sure how to administer. Should I give it to them continuously throughout the year or do something like 30 days on, you know, six months, five months off, and then go back on, um, you know, 30 days? Dr. Levy? Um, what probiotics are you using? I use, right now they're on uh, Dr. Mercola's Complete Probiotics, and I rotate them. So, you know, I take probiotics. So then for, you know... When I'm done with the Dr. Mercola's, I put them on mine, and then I go to the health food store, and then I'll buy another, you know, probiotic just so they're not getting the same all the time. Well, look at you. Proud of you. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, you know, I mean, depending on the dog, if, if your dog gets time outside in the yard and they uh, dig in the dirt and snuffle in the leaves and... Um, no, you know, hang it. Hey, okay. <laughs> no, they're, yeah, they're, they're, indoor. The they're, yeah, they're indoor dogs. And anytime I'm with, uh, they're outside, I'm with them every minute. Uh, so they never are, uh, alone. And I live in Arizona down in the Phoenix area. Oh my. So I don't have uh-huh. to worry about, uh, ticks and fleas down here. Like I did when I lived in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if they're not if they don't really have the opportunity to replenish their own microbiome from dirt outside, then yeah, I would do exactly what you're doing. And it, uh, okay. So every day, uh, 365, just continue daily application of probiotics. Yeah, because you're rotating your products, so you're not going to run into trouble. And I don't okay. think you need to make it complicated. Like you don't need to have Monday's probiotic and Tuesday's probiotic, because you know you're doing it exactly right when you finish a bottle of one thing use something else okay all right because i i heard some of your shows and i heard somebody this was maybe six eight months ago say you know um and maybe it was you katie that said you know you'll give your dogs for 30 you'll give it to them for 30 days and Uh you know that's been on my mind ever since you know geez maybe i'm giving them too much probiotics you know by doing it continuously See, my dogs will get to go get into the dirt and eat grass and, and stuff like that. You know, so that's what, like I said, I do it in the spring and the fall, but then I'll throw it in here and there too. So, but they also get to go in and out and stuff like that. But, uh, so, so what yeah, kind of dogs do you have? I don't think the problem is giving it continuously. Like, there's not some 30 day magic cutoff. Uh, if you have, you know, if you're buying a bottle of 120 capsules and you only have one dog, 
and you're going to give them one a day, then yeah, they could potentially be on the same probiotic for a little bit too long. So I would just, you know, use smaller amounts or do what you're doing where if you buy something for yourself, use it for them too. Okay. Now I have two uh, yellow labs. Oh, okay. uh, Oh, perfect. Wow. Yes. So, um, Mm -hmm. and then um, I also give them the digestive enzymes and I just do that with every, um, each meal. Um, and the probiotics I give in the morning. So I should just continue daily throughout the year doing that. Yes. Yeah, you're doing great. Okay. Okay. What food do you feed? I just want to make sure I wasn't overdoing it. You know, that was what I was concerned about. Okay, so as long as you rotate brands, uh, then things all should be well. Because each brand makes it a little bit different, right? Right. And then do you put some, do you add some raw to their diet or anything or just kibble or what do you do? Um, I did. Um, and then um, I lost my one lab two years ago. I just uh, adopted a four-year-old uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, my. Um, so I'm teaching. I'm rotating because um, my dogs get four proteins. Okay. Um, I rotate between four proteins and each protein every day. And the new one is doing really good. Um, you know, now I've got her kind of through the rotation and she she adapted very quickly to it nice. i had no uh stool problems or anything nice so i just went ahead and you know about three days um gave her one protein and then moved over to another nice. and slowly added the other one and it was working really well excellent um, so and i'm on the nutrisource products nice nice um, nice and that's just one third of the diet all right um, the uh I rotate, I have two bags of Priorveda uh, and two bags of the Nutrisource, but the other two-thirds of the diet I home cook for them. I nice. use um, Dr. Picard's recipe that I've been, a uh, book that I've been doing the last 20 years. Wow. And I've been, um, and you asked me about the raw, but um, I had them on the raw when I had my other dog, and uh, the one that was left behind, the six-year-old, for some reason, um, she was not, she was vomiting with it. So I kind of took it off her off of it and haven't been back on oh, okay. it. I was on the uh, nature source raw cause I did raw for both of them once a week. Wednesday was raw day. <laughs> there you go. Um, and my 14 year old that I lost two years ago, you know, she was doing well. They were both doing well. I don't understand what happened after my other one died, why she was. And I tried real hard with it because I did different proteins with the raw once mm-hmm. a week, and I haven't been back on it. Okay. Um, but anyway, I do, I do what you told the last caller does. You know, when I get ground meat, I give them each um, a piece of, yeah. um, you know, ground meat. And yeah. like today, we had I, I, I'm baking a turkey, so I took the neck and cut it off the raw neck and yeah. gave it to them to chew on. Oh, look at you, boy! You're a good mom. Oh, Holy buckets. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, anything else on that, Jeff, Dr. Levy? No, I think you got it down. I think she does, too. Boy, congratulations, Judy. You're one awesome uh, dog mom. Thank you. I love my girls. Yes, I can tell. I, I really appreciate what you're doing. That is awesome. Well, thanks for calling in and holding on. I greatly appreciate it. Okay? Thank you. Have a grand day. Bye-bye. 
Yeah, boy, that's awesome. Boy, she's got that down. It's really good. It was kind of interesting, though, that it, it's, it was vomiting, you know what I mean, with the raw. But uh, I don't know. We could have, but we got people. We got to wait here. What time is it? Why don't we run the break and then come back? Okay, instead of start one. Is that okay, Hope? Sure. Okay. Yep. Okay, so Dr. Levy, hold on. We got another call for you. So let's see. Where am I going here? Okay. Why don't we talk, tell jokes about pizza? Why don't we tell jokes about pizza? We'll be back. All right. Okay, we're back. Let's see, where was I at? All right. Okay. Okay, why don't we tell jokes about pizza, Dr. Jess? Uh, because nothing rhymes with pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. What do you I, think, Hope? I don't know. Because they would be too cheesy. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a cheesy one. Good one. Good one. <laughs> All right. There we go. Okay, let's quickly go. We've got somebody else. Debbie's been hanging on forever, so we can't appreciate her for hanging on. We can't appreciate her a lot. <laughs> hey, Debbie, how you doing? Hi. Um, oh, sorry, you... I have it on speaker. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, you've been multitasking. Good gal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're waiting. My volume just went down here. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, anyway, Katie, I was on your website uh, a little while back, and I, I saw that you had a, a tick collar. Uh, it's called Amber Tick. Yep. And uh, I was just wondering what your opinion is about that. Love them. Okay, because it also helps boost your immune system. It's made with, they look like little Oh, I don't know. They look like rocks, as well, you know, on a on a necklace type thing. All right. And what you do is, in, within I think it's twenty eight hours or forty eight hours, the body warms up the beads on there, and an immune system, and then it's supposed to help repel flea and ticks and such. I'm sorry, but my volume is. I'm having trouble with my volume here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, are you okay now? Can you hear now? Hello. Uh-oh. There we go. Oh, well. Let's see. Put her on hold. Have her, if she calls back, tell her to, uh, you know, listen to the broadcast so that she can hear that. Or call me up at Katie's Canine. So, okay. So here, she hung on for so long, and then, oh, that's a bummer. I know. Technology at its finest on both ends, right? <laughs> what can we say? But anyway, say, uh, Dr. Levy, are you there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you Sorry, go. I, yeah. I, had, I had muted myself. There you go. There you go. Smart lady, too. So, anyways. Feeding time, Mrs. Zoo. Uh-oh. Feeding time? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wow. We were just talking about that last week, because that sometimes, you know, if your dog goes nuts at feeding time, then you don't have set feeding times. Feed them here, there, and everywhere. And then they don't have time to go mm -hmm. nuts. So, that's pretty cool. But anyway. Okay. Uh, I, what I want to quick kind of run by so we can let you go, because you've been... Now, if they want to get a hold of you, how can they get a hold of you, uh, Dr. Levy? Uh, through my website holistic-bat-care.com all right um uh, now fear in dogs now are there some remedies i've been getting a lot whoa what was that <laughs> but anyway the creaky door in my house no kidding boy that was like ow that hurt <laughs> okay so now fear but i've been getting calls now for people you know that have adopted either rescues you know they used to be breeder dogs you know where they don't know much about humans and the dogs seem to always warm up to the women, but not the men. You know, fear of men is what is the main thing. And so I was just wondering if there's something, because I know I, I help them work and build the confidence in the dog and such like that. But the, is there any kind of remedies that might help also with that kind of fear? 
Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I think, you know, it's probably a good idea to give every rescue dog a dose of homeopathic aconite. How do you spell that? A-C-O-N-I-T-U-M. M or is N? M as in Mary. M as in Mary. Okay. Yeah. So we usually we call it aconite, but the full name is aconitum napella. Okay. <laughs> it is a homeopathic remedy that any health food store will carry. Um, you can find aconite. 30C, and you just give two pellets, and you could, uh, you know, give it maybe once or twice a day for a couple of days. Not too many doses because it's a homeopathic remedy. Um, and it is kind of, the, it's the number one homeopathic remedy for uh, serious fear, like terror, like I'm going to die now. Okay. That's why it's also a good remedy for... Um, Oh, you know, taking your dog in to be spayed or neutered. All right. Or to have their teeth cleaned. Okay. Or, you know, when you get them home from being terrorized. Right. Um, so, yeah. Oh, okay. And so, and then you said 30, the 30 cc's or whatever? They're, they're, 30 c. 30 oh, c is the potency. Okay. And that's, mm-hmm. those are pellets. Now, how am I giving it to right. the dogs? Just put it in their food. Just put it in the food? Yeah, or if you if you feed dry food, that you give them a little bit of cream cheese or cottage cheese or something. Put the remedy on that. Okay. Now let's see. Like I said, the last call I just got. Well, in fact, I did it today at noon. You know, whereas it's, it's a Frenchie cross and it's getting along beautiful with her. It's only three and a half months, and her two sons. The dog doesn't want. It's just terror. You know, they come into the house, and he just screams okay. at him. He just barks, 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 and runs. Okay. So now, how many? How often would you do this? You, you just—it's a one-time treatment. One time, okay. It's—it's gonna—it's gonna do what it's gonna do. It's not the only remedy, but it will um, take some of the edge off of that fear. Okay. Okay. Um, so otherwise, I would look at flower remedies. Um, I know if you uh, contact Present Moment in Minneapolis, they'll make up flower remedy blends for you. Okay. So flower flower essences or flower remedies are kind of a subset of homeopathic remedies. And they're made from flowers and they address emotional issues. Okay. Rescue remedy is probably the most common one that people might have heard of. You can buy rescue remedy right. at any health food store. Right. Uh, it comes as, um, there's one made for humans that is, an, like it's got alcohol in it as a preservative. It comes in a dropper bottle. Mm-hmm. And then there's a pet rescue remedy that uses glycerin instead of alcohol. alcohol. Okay. And so you just put a couple of drops in the water bowl every day. Okay. Or you can put a couple of drops on the food every day. It really doesn't matter. Okay. For how many days? Uh, you, you know, as long as you need to. Okay. Okay. Um, I remember back when I, when I was running Humane Society and I had a house full of cats and they were, you know, always in each other's faces and there was a lot of strife. Um, and so I put rescue remedy in the water bowls for about a year and a half. Wow. And then I forgot. Okay. And then, uh, this, I think, is very typical with homeopathic remedies that, you know, you'll use the remedy as long as you need to. And yep. then you will lose the bottle. Or, okay. Like literally after doing this every day for a year and a half, one day I forgot. Okay. Um, and, uh, and I ended up with a very harmonious house full of cats. Nice. Yeah, nice. okay. they all get along. I would come in and find nine of them sleeping on my bed at the same time. <laughs> they were all chill. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you so, want... And, and, yeah, the flower remedies are completely 
Now, homeopathic remedies are non-toxic, um, but you can, like you're, you're using them to generate some sort of a reaction and you don't want an overreaction. That's why you give a limited number of doses. Oh, I see. Okay. The flower remedies are completely non-toxic, no side effects, no nothing. You basically use them as long as you need to. Okay. And I would just go around my house and I put two drops in every water bowl. It doesn't matter what size of the water bowl is because these are not drugs. Okay. They're not made like drugs. Okay. So um, I often use those. Um, there are two flower essences, aspen and mimulus, that are commonly used for fear. So aspen is used for fear of known things, which means that the, the animal knows what it's afraid of, right? It's afraid of thunderstorms. It's afraid of men with beards, that kind of thing. Okay. And then mimulus is for fear of the unknown. Okay, how do you spell that? Like, spell the second one. Oh, mimulus, M-I-M-U-L-U-S. Okay. It's it's basically like free floating anxiety when you when you're afraid but you can't really pinpoint what it is okay. that's bothering you. Okay. And you can use both of those together. Okay. Um I can't remember if one or both of them is in rescue remedy. Okay. So you can use things like that. Um rescue remedy also has um maybe it's not in there. Boy, I'm really vague today. Ah. You can use uh the flower remedy walnut. Uh, which helps, uh, I mean, that the flower essences mostly are made for humans, that you just use them for animals. Like okay. I said, you put a drop in the food, a drop in the water. Walnut is used for helping you adjust to change. Okay. So if you get a new rescue dog, they're trying to, you're, you know, you want them to acclimate to your household. Um, Star Bethlehem is used for trauma. So if they are from a puppy mill or, you know, even animals that have been through uh, humane societies and rescues. I mean, they're processed. It's kind of assembly line. Okay. You know, they come in fresh from whatever situation. They get a whole bunch of vaccines. They get spayed and neutered. They get tested for heartworm. It's, ah, okay. That makes sense. You know, it, yeah, they don't have a whole lot of time to acclimate to every situation that they're in, and then they find a new home. Okay, so and you take them home, and, you know, two weeks later, you're like, gosh, you know, why is this yeah. dog still like this? Okay. So now what about, like, with all these, like, for the flowers, now, uh, can people make their own or they do best to, can you buy them already put together and then just use them or how does that work? Uh, you can buy flower essences individually. Um, and then, uh, like I said, you can contact Present Moment in Minneapolis and they will make up a dosing bottle for you. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. And it's, yeah, very reasonably priced. I mean, these are not expensive things to do. Okay. And you just, you know, keep using them because they're non-toxic. And, you know, it's a process. Adjusting to life is, yes. is a process. Yeah. No, that sounds good. That sounds um, good. And sometimes the, other thing, the other thing I always think, too, because I do run into this a lot where, um, you know, there's one person in the house that the dog will kind of say, okay, you're my savior. I'm going to hang out with you and be your friend. Yep. And then the other people just struggle they're giving the dog treats they're trying to make friends with it right. they're, you know and a lot of times it just the relationship just seems stuck and so i always recommend that that person should take the dog to a training class okay because um i just found with my own dogs you know the for me the point of training classes is not necessarily teaching the dog to sit and stay right. because anybody with a treat can do that in yes. five minutes yep but it's, it builds a relationship. If I, I love going to training classes because 
now my dog and I are trying to accomplish something together. And now right. we're a team. Right. And we're both trying to do whatever the trainer is telling us to do. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. It's called building confidence. Dogs don't do things for us out of love. They do things out of respect and trust that we've earned together is what it is. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Okay, Dr. Jess, hold on. When we come back, we'll, we'll uh, tie up at WhatsApp so we can get on and do something uh, other than talk on the phone all night. <laughs> okay, so nobody hang up here? Okay. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Where is the only place on a dog's body that can sweat? It's all dog's right, we're playing the music oh, short today because we've got... <laughs> so, Dr. Levy, there we go. Okay, what did I... Oh, there we are. Uh, wrong one. Where am I? My notes. Oh, here I am. Okay. Oh, Olivia, you know this one, so I'll give this one to Hope, okay? Oh. Where is the only place oh, yeah. a dog's body can, <laughs> can sweat? Can't? Can. Can. Can sweat. The only part of a dog's body that can sweat. I don't know. Under the feet. Under the feet. Under okay. the feet. There you go. They sweat through the pads of the feet, and that's why uh, when it gets hot out, you got to keep them off the tar oh, and such sure. like that because then the heat's coming up, and you can put your dog into heat stroke. Mm, so. Yeah. Okay, Dr. Levy, still with us? Yeah. You've taught us a lot today. Say, Debbie's back on the line, so you want to hang in there, and then we'll let you go. Hold on. Okay, bring Debbie up again. Hi, Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Hi. You, there you go. We got it all figured out now? Yep. Thank you. Oh, Sorry no problem. That. Okay, what was your question? Uh, the Amber Tech, I was just wondering what your opinion was of it. I love them uh, myself. I lo- love them. They work great for all the dogs that I've gotten. My daughter uses it on her kids because <laughs> it, it's not, you know, it's just all around. What's your thoughts, Dr. Levy? Um, I think they work really well. Uh, I would totally use them if my dogs could wear collars. Yeah, yeah you got it. Um, yeah. I, I have, I have, you know, boy dogs who play really rough and grab each other by the neck. So. Right, right. So, um, so, so the reason um, the amber has to be, for one thing, it has to be real amber. So, right. If you purchase it on Amazon, I honestly, I don't know how you could tell. Right. Um, but the amber has to be unpolished. And so that's why the amber beads that the collars are made of, that's why they look rough and chunky. Yep. Um, because they're, it's not polished amber. And then um, as the amber rubs against the dog's fur and skin, it becomes insect repellent. And so basically after a year, you know, after a couple of seasons or, you know, spring and fall, mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of worn. You know, it'll get get polished against their skin. Mm-hmm. And so then the next year, it's helpful to get a new one if it looks like the one that you have has kind of been worn smooth. Ah, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. Because, uh, well, everybody had, Ethel didn't because she was too little. But, you know, uh, both Killigan and Zelda did. And there's, Zelda started because, but she also has a smoother coat. So I don't know. But anyway, yeah, no, I love them. I really felt they work well. And they aren't they good for the immune system too? Not just repelling? I think so. I mean, because people use them for kids for teething, yeah. and I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, I know my daughter uses them for all all her kids. When uh, Will was first born, I said, my, my kid, my grandkid has a necklace on, and he's only two months old. <laughs> but then she sold me on it. So how, does that help you, Debbie? They're they're wonderful. Go to ambertick.com. And that's the thing is that, now remember, don't get the polished ones. They have to be the raw ones, okay? Oh. Well, I got it from the Amber Tick uh, 
your website. Yep. I think it's the company yep. Amber Chick. Yep, AmberTick.com. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and we we already got the collar, and we have it on the dog, and we used to always buy the Soresto, but you know, uh, our vet said still that that was okay to use. She thought it was a false advertising about how bad they were, but um, but he always did well on the Soresto. But, uh, like, we're always trying to be so careful, so we wanted to try that amber tick. Yeah, because there's been 1,700 deaths of dogs with the Soresto and 75,000 complaints of what it's, what it's done to the, the people using them for the dogs. So when you deal with chemicals, if you're willing that no matter what it says in the package, if you're, if you're okay with your dog having a seizure or foaming, you know what I mean, and, and things going upside down, well, then do it. But I'm not taking no chance with my kids. I'm not going to be the one on my knees. So, okay. so that's why you take that amber tick and use that, and you toss out those Sorestos. Okay, but the amber tick, do, uh, do you ever come across a tick still here and there? Oh, yeah. Them, yeah, nothing foolproof. It's not a chemical, okay? Well, yeah. it says, like, it's you. You pick a tick off yourself, don't you? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> why is so worried about a tick or a two on your dog? You know, you could also use a lint roller and when they come in after uh, being outside for about an hour because yeah. that will grab them, you know, and, and so same with well, uh, flea combs okay. will grab deer ticks and such like that. There, It's nothing, nothing for sure unless you want to use chemicals that can possibly for sure kill your dog. So you decide what you want to do. Yeah. So, um... Uh, what did you hear about Soresto? Uh, yeah, just go. People? Yeah, there was seventy five thousand complaints and seventeen hundred pets dead. So uh, oh, uh, just wow. go yeah, just okay. Google it. And like I say, if you want to do that, the FDA is not is not doing anything right now, and don't have any idea why. You know what that meant with that much going on. So yeah, and so, I can't figure out. You know my. That hospital, all of them say that. Oh, it's you bet. Okay it's tough to sell. Yeah, it's tough to sell, but you got to do your homework. Don't be a drone. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay, kid. Thank well, you so thank much. You. you bet. Bye bye. Okay, Doctor Levy. We want to sum it up. So once again, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, through my website at holistic-vet-care.com. Okay. Say, so do you know, Hope, do you know if this cat kitten one, or is that a, a call for Dr. Levy? For you, about traveling oh, okay. with a cat okay. kitten. Okay. Uh, is there any last minute things that you you want to, to express to the listeners before you go? I don't think so. Good question. Oh, very good. It was very good. And, and such uh, devoted pet owners you know yes lucky lucky dogs oh no kidding and the thing is i can't believe i've been on 19 years this year come august and but and, and people actually listen and then the, the biggest thing that just tickles me is they do it <laughs> and the fact that you're still 29 years old there yes yes and say with you, you're only 16 right 17 right <laughs> <laughs> how did this happen i don't know well i can't thank you enough for taking the time to to uh help us out here and it was a great show so and if they anybody wants to catch it they can catch it on the podcast by going to mytalk1071.com and go to my show page and you'll be able to catch what we talked about fear things that you can especially with the thunderstorms coming in such like that we need to help with that and then with the the I was going to say Parkinson's. Oh, <laughs> good gravy. Uh, Cushing's Cushing. disease. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, Close. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So, we, so great, great subjects. And so I greatly appreciate ta you taking the time. So now your dog's ate. Now you can go eat, right? Exactly. Okay. Thank you so much, Dr. Levy. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Yes, it's always great to have her. And I always feel so between commercials and, you know, everybody, whether they're hanging on to talk to me or, you know, she has to hang on to wait to see what the question is. I just feel so bad that there's so much, you know, lag time. But you know what? It is what it is. And that's why they have speakerphone or how to mute it. Yes, so hopefully. You could be, be doing things <laughs> exactly. while you're waiting, okay? We appreciate it. Yeah, no kidding. I appreciate it a lot. Okay, who's up? Yeah, so we have Cassie on the line. She's actually one of our hosts and nutritionists with oh, Dishing Up Nutrition. Cassie. Yeah. Oh, yay. Yeah. Yeah, I so, listen to that. Right. That's my next favorite show after mine. <laughs> and by the way, it is after mine. It is. <laughs> it is. Hi, Katie. Well, hi there. Now, glad to hear you. Boy, I recognize a voice. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I always love to catch your show, too, because I find it so interesting how the the diet for the animals. You bet. There's so many similarities, right? Oh, there's well, I have certainly. A quick, yeah, I have a quick question because I assume the break is going to come up faster than we want it to. But oh, it always does. We, it always does. We got a new kitten, mm-hmm. and we've been looking for a while, and it just didn't happen until a week ago, which is not the best time in the scheme of our life here. We're leaving in two and a half weeks for um, North Dakota for a big family gathering. Mm-hmm. And so the the kitten was born February 19th, so he's... You know, just just a little over two months right now. And like I said, we'll leave in two and a half weeks. So I'm already going back and forth in my mind, trying to decide what would be best for him. Do we take him? It's a six-hour drive, and then he's in a different house, and there's a lot of people coming and going. Right. How long are you going to be there? We're going to be there four days. Four days, okay. Okay, you know, to be honest with you, when you got one this little... I really would not personally, if this is my kitten, I wouldn't put him through that at the beginning here because, uh, yeah. there's, you know, between leaving, uh, you know, being weaned for mom, leaving mom and the litter mates, who are you? Where am I at? Oh my God. What's this thing moving for six hours? <laughs> right. Okay. And so I, I personally, I would not, but you know what? There's a lot of other people that okay. No problem. You know, because the big thing when you're traveling with cats is number one, you don't feed them that much in the morning, like before you leave. Okay, because most cats, okay. uh, you know, they can go for about, you know, they could go like, okay, six hours. They probably would make six hours. The kitten may not. But then, okay, how are we going to work out this this potty thing? And so the big thing you, that I worry about cats when they go traveling is that they get away from the people. You know, you open the door and it comes flying out. Or you yeah. thought you had a hold of them and something scared them and all of a sudden you're scratched and there goes the cat. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that that's what I worry about. Is there anybody that can wash the kitten for, you know, four days? Yes, there's a wonderful family that I love down the street, and they the kids homeschool, and there's a 12-year-old girl, and she is in love with our kitten, and she knows cats because they have two of their nice. own. So being that she's just four houses down and she's homeschooling, I'm thinking she could come three different times and play with him for and feed him and, you know, right. do all that, empty the litter box. But if I had her come in the morning, in the middle of the day, and then, of course, at bedtime and play with him for an hour and, you know, make sure everything's the way it's supposed to be. Right. What do you think of that? Well, leave a TV on. Um, that's kind of tough, okay. too, though, to be totally alone for that amount of time for four, for four hours. Um, she doesn't want to do a sleepover at your house? <laughs> Because th- that's what I would see if she could sleep or her friends or, or I mean, not her friends. No, I mean, like, because that would be that night because cats like to, you know, kind of cuddle at night and stuff like that. Because the kitten, you know, yep. th- that's really scary that, you know, they th- have you got you three hours out of 24 hours, you know, so you got 21 hours wow. of cats by itself. 
that's a little yeah. bit for that young a cat, even though it's going to sleep a lot, but it also has to have its play increments. So that's a really tough call to make. It really is. Now, what are you traveling? Are you just traveling in a regular car out there or are you doing RV? Yep. No, no, just our minivan. It's to my mom and dad. Okay, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Is there any family member, friends, whatever, that could stay at your house and, and watch your house and watch the kitchen at the same time? You know, got any? That's what I have to think about. I, to- I think that would be a better fit than leaving this little kitten, this younger kitten, by itself. Okay, because they can get yeah. into weird predicaments of just learning about the world, and so that's why having been that go, you know, twenty one hours by themselves, uh, it's I, I worry about that. And so that's why I would try to find family, friend, coworker, somebody that just wants to hang out at a house and, you know, just hang out with a kitten for the weekend since it's only four days. And then stock the refrigerator well. Make sure there's plenty of beer. You know. <laughs> well, if they're, right. if they're of like, age. No, no. Not me. Yeah. The nutritionist. No, you I might know. get me fired, Katie. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just decent. <laughs> I'm but, yeah, but okay. anyway. So we, if yeah. I found somebody that still had to go to work, you would still say that still is probably the best scenario That's the better, because the work yes. day is so much shorter. Yes, because okay. then that night, then the kittens feels like, you know, he's not all by himself. He's not abandoned. You know what I mean? He's got somebody to hang out yeah. with. So, yeah, even if somebody has to go to work during the day, they don't have to be there 24-7, but just a little bit more what the house is. Somebody gets up, they go to work, they come home, and then they play with, you know, they play with them before, they play with them after, you know, type thing. Okay. okay, but okay. I think that would be your better bet because because this kitten is so small. Like you said, with all the hubba hubba that's going to be going on, yeah. where you're going to, that's a lot to put on on such a young kitten. I just think it would be so stressful. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Nope, definitely. I would just try to opt and see if you could find somebody, and you can pair some pair, prepare some of your wonderful meals that you guys are so right? good at. <laughs> I could I could cook ahead and put them in the freezer. That's right. You that got it. A, you got it, boy. I, I would, if I didn't have the mess I've got with my four grandkids coming right now, <laughs> I might take you up on that. I need some alone time <laughs> with <Right>. a kitten. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. Well, I knew you'd give me a great answer, and I respect your opinion above all others. So I, I thank you so much for giving me. Well, that's your good. Time. And what you want to be able, you want to have this kitten on grain-free canned food. You don't want hard food. Okay, you can, okay. the Nutrisource line is really good. Okay, because they, you know, their teeth they can't really crunch the the things, and and dry food is bad for the cats anyway. They have a total no carb need, and most of your dry foods are fifty to sixty percent carbs. And so that's why they get okay. renal failure and stuff like that. Uh, if you're having raw hamburger, can you want to hold on? We got to go to break. Can you hold on so we can talk a little bit when I come back? You know, I actually have to go to church. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you want to talk a little bit more about a kitten's diet, I can listen. Okay, sounds good. That was good. On okay. The drive. I would love that. I'll take notes. Okay, Please sounds good. Katie. You bet. Don't take okay. notes and drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll Cassie, take care. Bye bye. Okay, folks, we'll be back. Hey, are you watching the Oscars tonight? I'm going to try to, yeah. I'm sorry. I just can't get into it. I don't know why. Well, I haven't seen any movies. I know. Well, that's the thing, too. I'm, I, yeah, I haven't really either. I don't either. know. I just think <laughs> kind of snuck a, up on me. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'll probably, probably have glance it at it. Yeah. But that's about it. Definitely. Okay, now we were just talking to Cassie, uh, who works, or who works, who has a radio show with Dishing Up Nutrition that's after my radio show. Awesome show. You'll learn so much about good health. I took their classes a long time ago, and I, that really Very nice, helped me yeah. out. Yeah, I just love them. And then, now they have a lot of online classes, mm-hmm. so you don't have to go in and it's really cool. But anyway, she got a new kitten. Now, this is one thing you want to do, guys. Remember, cats have a no-carb need, all right? 
And that's why now she got a new kitten, and I told her to start going, getting grain-free canned food. And that and the Nutrisource has uh, their Nutrisource line is awesome. And uh, but and then you might have to add a little bit of warm, kind of like gravy uh, at first, because remember, cats. If you watch your cat eat, they lick their food. They lick it. They don't really chew it unless the kernels are too big. Then they try to. And with a kitten, their teeth are coming in. They don't have really the crushing power. So we really want to have the good grain-free canned foods, and then also. Uh, Give them some raw hamburgers, some raw chicken. The, my, you know, my Adeline that was born at our place, she's going to be two here in a couple, a couple weeks. And uh, she will eat everything but the kitchen sink. You know, everybody says how finicky their cat is, is that they try to change like their their grain, um, grain-free can or the dry. And then, no, doesn't want anything with it. If you bring your kitten up with that, with change, it's unbelievable. You you can give them anything. I could put anything in her mm-hmm. her in her food, like supplements and stuff like that. She could care less. And so that's why it's so important. Because remember, cats came from the desert. They get their moisture from what they eat. And then they come to us, and we we bring them into our house, and we feed them box of saltine crackers, <laughs> where they have to drink a lot of water to compensate for the dry matter. And so that's why, folks, if you're having especially a key sign that your cat's digestive system is in the tank, is if they're throwing up. They should not throw up. So many people say, oh, that's what cats do. Yes, because everybody's feeding dry food to their cats. They have a no, they, can't, they eat birds, mice, and a story. It's fresh stuff, right? And um, and some cats are, uh, I've got Mama Squigs. When Will catches gophers, he traps them, you know. He'll bring it in, and Mama Squigs, the only one, they'll say, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else is like, yeah, that's not fresh enough for me. But anyway, so that's why, like I say, you've got to uh, rotate the fam, you know, the formula. Like with Nutrisorts, you've got like seven really good ones that are grain-free and don't have chicken in it. And you only do ho- uh, the big fishes like salmon and tuna like twice a week. Too much. If you do it for like, uh, you know, three months in a row, just every day you do that, wrong. You got to rotate it up, and if you start at the beginning when they're kittens like this, yeah, then they will grow up to that. You could give them anything, and you won't have to worry about. It. They'll take it. In fact, Adeline takes it a little to the extreme. <laughs> That if I make my eggs in the morning, and if I don't put, you know, clean out the thing, she'll jump up on the stove and she'll clean the spot for me. Okay. That's a wrong. That's not right. <laughs> not happy here. Not happy. But that's what I mean is that she is so, you know, she doesn't care. She'll eat anything, mm-hmm. no matter what you throw down. Mm-hmm. She'll eat green peas. I threw her some broccoli the other day. She ate that. And she's not, because that's the way I brought her up. I didn't right. just bring her up on one thing. So you could give her, you know, veggies and stuff like that. But the thing is, is that the, that's the biggest cat's enemy for getting too fat and becoming diabetic and such like that is eating dry food. So if you pull them off the dry food, they're going to quit throwing up and you get them on some good probiotics if they will take it. But the big thing, the big change that they won't take any supplements, get them on grain-free canned food. And then like I say, you're making a hamburger, throw some raw. Just a a little bit. Cats, you know what I mean? But after a while, then they're going to say, hey, hey, hey. Cook it up there. I'll take some of that raw stuff. <laughs> and that'll be awesome. So you would then change, rotate, rotate, rotate what the cats do. Okay, let's take, I'm going to, I don't know if we got time, but we'll try. Let's see. Who's up next? All right, we're going to try to take Brenda's question about actually rotating food Rotating here. food. <laughs> hey, Brenda, how you doing? Hi, Katie. I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. We got a little time. So what's up? Well, I've got a, a one-year-old German Shepherd and... 
I've heard you talk about rotating their food. Yep. And I was just wondering why and how do I go about doing it? Okay, you said you because dogs are were put on earth to be the cleanup crew, to eat everything and anything and never get sick. All right? Well, lucky them. We bring them into our house and we feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day. So that messes with their gut system. They start having a lot of gut duck duck <laughs> digestive issues. And so the more you can rotate your dog, a uh, dog's food, not your dog, the dog's food, the healthier dog you're going to have. All right. And so that's why when you rotate, if the dog has never had the food before, you start out with a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old for two, three days or three, four days. And then you go 50, 50 for two, three days, three, four days. It depends. Every dog's digestive system is different. Okay. And I, you know, where as far as how, you know, if it's really in the tank, you might have to, the rotation might have to be extended out a little bit more. But anyway, uh, but once they've had the formula and it comes back into rotation, you just open the bag and feed it. It's only if they've never had it. And then once they've been on a good rotation diet for at least seven months, eight months, you could feed stuff that you've, you've, they've never had and you'll never, you won't, the dog won't skip a beat. Once you build up the enzymes, because it takes a different enzyme to break down chicken than it does beef or lamb. Or turkey, you know what I mean? So that's why we have rotation in our diets that keeps all those uh, um, uh, enzymes alive. But there again, now if a dog or a human has been on antibiotics for too long, then what happens is it destroys all the bad, good stuff along with the bad stuff. And that's when you've got to add in the probiotics, the digestive enzymes, until you can replenish the gut and have a healthier gut system for the dog. Okay, so... It's like, say she's on lamb now. Yep. So then I would rotate her to use like chicken. A turkey. I'd stay away from chicken. I, I'd go turkey. You can go beef. You can go, yeah, uh, you know, venison. Then the more divert, you want at least three to four different proteins, a.k.a. meat, that you want to rotate with. And, and how often should you rotate? Well, to be honest with you, I rotate every day. Let, yesterday, my dogs got lamb. Today, they're getting beef. Tomorrow, they're getting chicken. You know what I mean? And then they're also getting other stuff, too. Uh, it's, you know, I do raw. I do freeze-dried. I do a little bit of kibble, not much. And so, you, you, like I say, the more rotation, the more variety. Remember, that's variety is a must for dogs. Variety. But, but you said to do the rotation or slowly well, yeah, if they've, if they've never, like right. well, no, not, no, 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 no. If they've never had it before, you've got to rotate it in. And then after like, you know, rotation diet, then, uh, they, then their gut system is up and going. And then you can just give things they never had. I got to let you go. You can call me up at Katie's Canines. Okay, Brenda. And I can talk to you more. Right. Okay, Thank guys. You. Thanks for listening. Appreciate spending your Sunday afternoon. Thanks. Hope go to mytalk1071.com. Catch a podcast. Great show with Dr. Les Jessica Levy. Holistic Vet. See you next week. Happy Christmas.